<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Hey, Work Party listeners, I have a question for you. Have you ever felt uncomfortable speaking up at work? If the answer is yes, then you're not alone. In 2021, over 68.9 million people joined the great resignation, with many attributing it to the feeling of being unable to voice their concerns or make meaningful change in their workplace. Claire Schmidt identified the root of this problem, ineffective feedback and reporting systems that lacked a modern and welcoming approach and developed a way to fix it. Using her unique background of problem solving through technology, Claire founded All Voices, an employee feedback platform that's driving change. All Voices provides employees with a way to speak up, provide feedback, ask questions, share positive input, report harassment, identify bias, or speak to broader cultural issues directly to their company's leadership. I'm so excited to spend time with Claire today and talk about her incredible career in technology, how she's paired it with her mission to make the world a better place, from her work with Ashton Kutcher and Debbie Moore to stop childhood sex trafficking to her impact at Thrive Market to increase the availability of healthy foods. She is clearly a thought leader in trying to champion new and innovative solutions. So with that, welcome to the work party, Claire. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yay. It's so exciting to chat with you. I've heard so much about your business and I'm so excited to dive in, but let's start a little bit in the background. You have a really unique background across many industries using tech to solve problems. Have you always had that instinct to help others and tell us a little bit about your early career? Yeah. Well, I grew up in a family in which both my mother and father really dedicated their careers to helping others. So I think you always, you know, see your parents and and want to emulate at least some aspect of what they've done. And in my case, it was just very clear to us, not even 
explicitly, but implicitly that part of what we're here to do on this planet during our time here is to help other people have a slightly better experience. So that was just something I learned from a really early age. I love that. And so you went into consulting after graduating from Stanford, making it as one of the best post-grad decisions you could have ever made. So can you share a little bit more about going into consulting right after graduating? Yes, it was my first job out of college was management consulting. And the thing that I found just so interesting about it is that I was working on two projects at once, problems they were trying to solve in their day-to-day lives. So it was really exciting for me to be a part of that at such a young age. Yeah, I feel like, you know, being a consultant at that age is very rare, but it does sound like you got a lot of experience out of that and from learning from that. So next you left consulting to help launch Thorn, a nonprofit driven technology innovation to defend children from sexual abuse. Tell us about this role and and what you did there. Yes, Thorn was founded on this idea that child sexual exploitation is happening in our world and we have to be able to do something about it. We have to take action because it is so important to protect kids. And so that to me just made a ton of sense, right? And I think once you learn about some of the things that are happening and I won't go into the details about what they are, you realize you have to do something. Like you can't look away. You can't, you know, just forget about it. It's too, too dark. And so the organization was really built to identify ways that technology could play a role in solving child sex. With the advent of like the internet and there were these classified sites popping up, children were actually being advertised on those classified sites as escorts. And so that was just one area where a perfectly innocent technology that was intended for people to be able to list, you know, their used bike was being repurposed and being used to harm children. And yet Nobody was thinking about how technology might be able to help a role in helping to solve that and to stop that from happening. And so that's a big part of what we did. I was there for five years and we built a ton of tools and helped a lot of people. And that organization is still going, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's extremely meaningful, meaningful work to be out there doing that. And you left there to go lead social impact at Thrive Market and then went on to be a VP of technology and innovation at 20th Century Fox. So such a unique path. Obviously, you've touched a lot of different parts of different industries. Tell us a little bit about how all of this led up to you starting All Voices. You know, it's so funny because everyone thinks, I think, oh, my career has to make sense and it has to be linear and I have to be able to explain it. And I actually think that's sort of a myth. Like careers only really make sense in hindsight, in my experience, unless someone is dedicating a lot of of time and attention to making sure their career is linear, right? So in my case, it doesn't really make sense that I went from consulting to starting a nonprofit to leading social impact at a startup to leading technology and innovation at a, you know, 100 year old company, and then to starting my own company. But it makes perfect sense in hindsight, because I got exposure, like I said earlier, to so many different industries through consulting, I learned curiosity, how to come into something with no expertise and and become an expert over time. I experienced what it was like to work at a small startup and watch as that startup grew exponentially in a very short period of time and also got to work at a mature company and see what that was like. And I started you know, two organizations that have a social mission at their core. And so it all makes sense now. But yeah, in the in the moment, it wouldn't make sense to anyone who was just looking at my resume and saying, well, 
well, why did you do, you know, why did you go into nonprofit? You're not a nonprofit person, but yeah, it makes sense today. I love that. Yeah, it's all it all leads up to this kind of awesome quilt that gave you the experience that you wanted and the learnings, I'm sure, to end up building your own company. So while working at 20th Century Fox, you came across the blog post that exposed the toxic harassment that was happening at Uber. I think we all remember that. The story obviously resonated because you began speaking to HR professionals, collecting stories about the lack of safe feedback opportunities across different companies. So what went on for you to go do that? And then what sparked you to start, take the leap and start your own thing? Yeah, it's such a good question. I, I started looking into it because once I read the blog post, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And that doesn't always happen to me. I mean, that happened to me actually with child sex trafficking. Once I learned about it, I felt like I had to do something. And it was kind of a similar experience where I just felt like there was something so unjust about the fact that this person on their first day of work was sexually harassed. And then instead of the company taking action to fix it, she ended up experiencing a ton of, you know, mistreatment and retaliation for having spoken up. And that's just so backwards. And I started thinking about not just her, but all the people who experience things at work and not just sexual harassment, but anything. And I've certainly experienced, you know, challenging situations in the workplace that I'm sure we all have, but how many of us really went and did something about it? I would say it's pretty rare. So that was just the hunch that there were a lot of people who were staying quiet at work and probably were not feeling very happy about their experience. And even, you know, looking to quit their jobs because of that experience. And that's what gave me the interest to look into this. And then after talking to a lot of people, I realized there actually was a huge gap. There was a need to provide a safe space for employees to share feedback, input, concerns, questions. And there wasn't really anything out there like what I was imagining. So to me, it felt like, okay, I have this idea. I've run it by a lot of people. Everyone agrees it needs to exist. Okay, now someone needs to go like bring it into existence. This podcast is sponsored by Masterclass, an incredible platform all entrepreneurs should have access to. I'm so excited to partner with Masterclass to share an exclusive code with you guys. With Masterclass, you can learn almost everything from some of the world's leading experts. Classes range from interior design basics and photography to effective communication with your boss or campaign strategy. And all of it's available anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. With a membership, you have access to over 150 classes across 11 different categories. The possibilities are truly endless. Take classes on modern vegetarian cooking from chef Dominique Crenn, career design with award-winning journalist Elaine Welteroth, or even mental strength sessions with Peloton instructor Robin Arzon. I was blown away by the production quality and tactical instructions after taking a wine appreciation class with wine critic James Suckling. Lessons range from specific techniques relating to the topic you're learning and insights that can be applied across so many fields and disciplines. Masterclass adds new sessions every single month too. I'm really excited to take a new course on creating change with Malala and another series on writing poetry with none other than Amanda Gorman. Masterclass is also great because you don't necessarily have to sit down and finish a full course from start to finish. You can stop and go as often as you'd like. And with the new audio feature, you can even access lessons from the car or on a walk. Masterclass is also focused on adding value to your education, even after the class is over. Most courses come with additional materials like lesson recaps and downloads. Cooking classes basically come with a high-end cookbook upon completion. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. 
And guess what? This is your sign. I highly recommend you guys go check it out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass. And as a work party listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash party now. That's masterclass.com slash party for 15% off from masterclass. I used to care so much about portraying a perfect life and acting like everything was okay when really things were far from it. I was secretly battling anxiety, depression, and an eating disorder. So it was a lot. I'm Victoria Garrick, former Division I athlete, mental health advocate, and host of RealPod. Every Wednesday, I sit down with celebrities, athletes, entrepreneurs, and more to talk about the inner thoughts and feelings that we're all struggling with. So leave the filters and facetunes at the door and join me on RealPod. So tell us about, well, first and foremost, give us the breakdown of how all voices work. It's like as a platform, can you share some examples of how both companies and employees use the platform? So all voices is an employee feedback management platform for companies and employees to communicate, to interact. And so it's not just one way communication. It's not, you know, I drop my my feedback in the little suggestion box. And I hope that one day someone reads it and does something about it. It's a conversation. And the thing that's really exciting about the way that it's being used is that it varies so much by company because every company has a unique culture. Their employees are different. And then of course, every employee is different from one another, which can bring challenges, but also I think a lot of opportunities. And so if there's a way to basically tell employees, you know what? We don't know exactly what you're experiencing every day, but we want to. So share your feedback whenever you want in real time about any topic you want. We will read it. We will respond to you. We will try to help you resolve it if it's something serious or answer your question for you, if it's just a question. And it it gives the employee a feeling that my company cares about me. My company is thinking about me, not just as sort of a a person who's here just to do work, but as a whole person. And I think that is so meaningful for employees that they naturally become more engaged, more inspired, more productive, and ultimately more satisfied with their job. Yeah, absolutely. So what do you think now having started this business, and I'm sure getting a ton of feedback in the HR space, what do you think it takes to create a positive and healthy company culture? So I think it starts with listening and I'm a little biased because obviously I built a listening platform, but I do think it starts for listening. Like it sounds so cliche, but you don't know what you don't know. So if you're a leader at a company and you are trying to design benefits for your employees or perks or roll out a new policy or conduct a training that can help employees do things slightly differently or think about mental health at your company. And the list goes on and on and on, right? And HR leaders have a lot to do specifically as it relates to employee well-being and employee engagement. But you only know what you've been told or what you have experienced directly. You don't necessarily know what everyone else is experiencing. And, you know, we use our tool internally. I use it. And I'm even surprised by the things I hear. I'm surprised by the things that people are thinking about or concerned about. I'm surprised by the preferences that they have. So one example of this is I was about to do our benefits for open enrollment. And I sent a survey to everybody and I was like, hey, tell me what you want for benefits. Here's the drop down. Here's here's the options. The top benefit people wanted was actually not something I even put on my list. So 
to me, that's just an illustration of like how little we actually know if we don't start with listening. So that's the first step. And then the second step and equally important is taking action. So let's say I found out, oh my gosh, all these people want this benefit I haven't been considering. Oh, well, I don't really care. I'm not going to consider it, right? That would not be creating a culture of, you know, belonging and well-being and care. And even if it was something that was totally out of reach, it's at least good to go back to them and say, hey, I know that you all wanted this benefit. Here's why we can't do it yet, but here's what I'm going to do to make that happen at some point. So it's about being responsive and it's not saying, no matter what you put into the platform, we'll do it for you. It's just about listening and responding. That's that's how I'd kind of articulate it. Yeah, I love that example too, because I think that's so true. It's like the things that you think people want, maybe not, or even not even on their radar. So is the feedback anonymous or is there options for anonymity or how do you sort of handle that? Yes, so it's really up to the employee. We try to put all the power in the hands of the employee as far as what they disclose and what they share. So it's totally anonymous. It's mobile responsive. So they can do it on their phone sometime when they're thinking about it and they can share as much information or as little about, you know, which office they work at or which department they're in. So it's really a place for them to share as much or as little as, as they want. Awesome. And so obviously the workplace has changed rapidly in the last few years from hybrid in-person workplaces to companies with employees sprinkled nationwide. How is All Voices not only building healthy workplace cultures in this new landscape, but sustaining them too, as we're all navigating a new sense of working environments? It's interesting. As soon as like March of 2020, we have high level data on usage and we saw a huge spike in usage across all of our customers. And we realized that with people being in separate places, like everyone's in their house or everyone, you know, is separated from one another physically, it wasn't as easy for employees to, you know, walk into someone's office and share their perspective or ask a question or um, run into someone, you know, in the lunchroom, for example, and, and talk to them about the thing that had been on their mind. So they were turning to this tool instead as a way, not even always to be anonymous, but just as a way to surface feedback or share thoughts with others, because that sort of natural connection was not happening as it had in the past. And that's persisted. So I think we know that you have to do a little bit extra to build a healthy culture and maintain a healthy culture when your employees are remote. And it starts with asking them how they're doing and then, you know, listening to that and then taking action and asking them again and just completing that feedback loop over and over. Hey, listeners, we're taking a quick break here to share one of our favorite brands for Sigmatic, who's also sponsoring this episode. As you know, I'm a huge fan of Four Sigmatic Coffee. And if you're a new listener here, Four Sigmatic is a wellness company that's known for their super delicious mushroom coffee. Sounds a little odd, but let me tell you why I'm obsessed. I'll get the elephant out of the room first. Despite the name and ingredients, their coffee tastes nothing like mushrooms. It brews dark and nutty and tastes amazing. So it'll fit seamlessly into your morning routine. Four Sigmatic's mushroom coffee is real organic and fair trade coffee, but the coffee grounds include lion's mane and chaga mushrooms to help improve productivity and support your immune system, which basically means their coffee sparks focus without jitters or crashing a few hours later. I've learned a ton about mushrooms since drinking Four Sigmatic's coffee. Mushrooms is an incredible source of nutrients and lion's mane is one of the most popular because it supports cognitive function, focus, and creativity. 
Chaga is like your daily bodyguard. It contains antioxidant properties that support your overall immune system and well-being. More often than not, I start my day with Four Sigmatic's mushroom coffee instead of regular coffee. Coffee can be acidic and harsh on your gut, but mushroom coffee never leaves me feeling uncomfortable. After a cup, I feel incredibly focused and I never feel tired at the end of the day. It really helps me push through those late afternoon meetings, if you know what I mean. We've worked out an exclusive offer with Four Sigmatic on their best-selling mushroom coffee, and it's just for work party listeners. I really hope you guys take advantage because you'll get up to 40% off on mushroom coffee bundles. And just in case you aren't sold yet, Four Sigmatic's backs their products with a 100% money-back guarantee. So love every sip or get your money back. To claim this deal, you must go to foursigmatic.com slash workparty. Again, this offer is only available to work party listeners and can't be found on their regular website. You'll save up to 40% off and get free shipping. So go right now to foursigmatic.com slash workparty and fuel your mornings with some delicious mushroom coffee. Now you're the CEO of a technology company. So tell us a little bit about how you went from this concept and idea to it coming to fruition. Assumably, it's an expensive thing to build. You've raised money to build the company. And now obviously you're running, I don't know how large the team is, but but All Voices is a larger. Like, how has that process been for you? And how has leaning into now this entrepreneurial role, what lessons have you learned along the way? So when I started the company, I wasn't sure whether I wanted to pursue the path of like getting venture funding or trying to do it some other way. And when I really thought about like, what is my North star? Why am I doing this? It's to make it available to as many people as possible, as quickly as possible. So given that goal, it actually did make sense to raise venture funding. And that was something I had never done before. I had never started a venture backed company. I didn't even know, you know, the language and the terminology that everyone seemed so comfortable using in that space. I was, I was starting to talk to investors and getting asked questions. And I honestly didn't know like the acronyms that they were using. So I had to learn really quickly, like how does this sort of world work? But I was in a really interesting situation because Susan Fowler's blog post came out in spring of 2017. And I was doing research over the summer of 2017. And I really decided to take the leap in the fall. And I left my job at Fox about the week before the Harvey Weinstein news came out and the Me Too movement was born. So it was a really unique time, actually, because every day on the front page of the newspaper was a story about a different company where there had been sexual harassment or mistreatment or a toxic workplace culture. And the companies were being held accountable publicly for that. And so it was really interesting because the VCs that I was talking to and angel investors that I was talking to were seeing that same thing play out. And they realized there was a new market for a tool in this space that may not have even existed, you know, three or four years prior. And it was an opportunity to back someone who was looking to build exactly that. So um, I was able to raise what's called a pre-seed round. Never had heard of that before, which was like, I had no product, but I raised a little bit of money to be able to hire engineers to build it. So that's how it, how it started. I love that. And I appreciate you sharing, you know, the VC space is, it's just fascinating because the the amount of acronyms to your point, it is unreal. It's also somewhat unnecessary. Like you can just say what you mean, but that being said, you know, I think that's a really inspiring message for women who are like, I could never raise 
venture capital. Like you can, you have this idea, you have this concept, you say yes and figure it out. And so now to date, how much money have you, have you raised? So we raised just over 13 million. Which is extremely impressive, obviously going from this pre-seed round to now this, and it obviously saw a massive white space and opportunity to come in and build this. So what advice do you have for women who are looking to get into the impact space? Like they want to show impact in their work. They want to be part of it. I think sometimes it can feel intimidating when you see roles like head of impact and not understanding if that's something that you need to be an expert in or have a degree in or how you get involved overarchingly. Impact. Yeah. It's so nebulous, right? But to me, what impact or social impact means is trying to make the world better, right? And everyone has the the ability to do that. Everyone has some skills that they can bring to bear on that. So it's about thinking about what you care about and what you want to work on. What do you want to spend your time talking about all day? What do you want to be thinking about all day? And then pairing that with the skills that you have or the skills that you're looking to develop. Maybe you've just started working on, you know, learning design or something, but that's something you like. I think marrying those two things together will give you a really good sense of where you should be looking for jobs and what's not going to appeal to you and what is going to appeal to you. So it's not enough, I think, for a job to have a title of impact. It has to be impact on a topic that you care about that you're excited about, that you'd feel good about waking up every day and working on. Um, so, so I would focus there. And, and it might be that you're like, you know, what I really care about is I'm really interested in crypto and I want to learn about it. And I can't find an impact role in the crypto space because it's like so new. That's okay. Go work in the crypto space and learn and bring everything you learn to your next role, which maybe will be an impact role and maybe it will be applied to crypto. So that's how I'd think about it. Taking a quick pause here to talk about an incredible new sponsor, VinaVest. Guys, I'm so excited about this new venture. Stay tuned for all the details on how to start investing in wine. The fine wine industry has long been a cornerstone of wealth and preservation. But the problem is that it's been historically reserved for the ultra wealthy. VinaVest is changing that. I'm always looking for the next big player in the industry. And as a wine lover and sommelier in training myself, I was so excited to start investing in the wine industry. When I tapped into VinaVest to get started, I was amazed at how easy it was to diversify my portfolio with wine. Wine actually has one third of the volatility of the stock market and has outperformed the global equities market over the past 30 years with 10.6% annualized returns, proving that the returns can be as robust as your favorite red. VinoVest was founded by Silicon Valley top VCs, master sommeliers, and some of the smartest data scientists in the world. Your investments are equipped with a team of world-class sommeliers who evaluate wine and decide which ones will gain the most value over time. They inspect every bottle for authenticity and monitor your investments 24-7 in a climate-controlled facility to ensure maximum security. Best of all, I own the wines in my portfolio outright. I can buy, sell, or drink them anytime. VinoVest is perfect if you're looking for maximum diversification, have a long-term timeline, are new to investing outside of the stock market, or simply love wine. Investing in wine is one of the best kept secrets, but it's a lucrative industry that everyone should have access to. Their wine network has access to up and coming vineyards, private sales, and limited releases. 
So if you're ready to diversify, then now is the time. Head to VinoVest and mention Work Party. You'll get two months of free wine management for free. Start investing with VinoVest today by going to Work Party's exclusive link, zen.ai slash work party. That's Z-E-N dot A-I slash work party. And be sure to mention Work Party so you start to invest in wine today. That's Z-E-N dot A-I slash work party. And be sure to mention Work Party sent you to start investing in wine today. Let's wrap up with some rapid fire sentence finishers. I'm not productive unless my day starts with. Coffee. (laughs) Mm, Same. Three traits that got me to where I am today are. Curiosity, like an interest in learning, persistence, not giving up the first time something gets hard and kindness. I think everyone needs to be kind. I feel strongly about that. I agree. The best career advice I ever received was. When I was younger, the best career advice I ever got was like, just go the extra mile, like be seen as the one who will like do the extra thing and get, get something done and make my, make your boss's life easier. And like, once you get into working that way, people actually trust you and give you a lot more freedom to do the things that you want to do and work on the things that you're most excited about. So that was not rapid, but like go the extra mile, especially early in your career. I totally agree. I think, I think that's such great advice. And what's the worst career advice you've ever received? Someone once told me like, when it comes to making a decision about your next job, just try to like preserve as much optionality as possible. So like take the job that will not close off any other doors to you. And I just think that's not good advice because you have no idea what doors will open to you as a result of a decision you make. So it was bad advice. Yeah. Yeah. That feels extremely dated and not Mm open-minded. Well, thank you so much for this incredible conversation. Can you tell everyone where they can learn more about all voices and yourself? Yes. So we have a publicly available tool for employees. So if you have something you want to share, you can actually do that at allvoices.co and we will send that report to your company, totally anonymous, free of charge. We'll just do that as part of our social mission. And you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, although I'm not super active and Instagram just under my name. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Claire. We appreciate the time. Thank you. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.